Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm so glad you're joining me tonight. We're going to be talking about a few phenomenons all rolled into one under the topic of recognizing the manipulation of triangulation. And that's a really big topic. There are many things involved in that. What is triangulation? How does it show up? What are flying monkeys? What's their part in it? Why do hijackals and other narcissistic folks engage in triangulation? How do you recognize the pieces of it? What do you do about it? So we're going to talk about that. And if you're new to Save Your Sanity Podcast, welcome. Go to SaveYourSanityPodcast.com and um, listen to all the other episodes there for you. If you're enjoying and finding value from the podcast, I really appreciate it if you make a donation at patreon.com slash save your sanity, patreon.com slash save your sanity. That helps us to grow and that's really important. So triangulation, it absolutely creates stress and confusion and anxiety for the target. And if you have a hijackal in your life that you're close to, they are going to make you their target. So this is important for you to hear tonight that triangulation may be taking place. Once you understand it fully, then you can become aware of where it's happening in your life, in your relationship. It also creates stress, confusion, and anxiety for the people who are engaged to be flying monkeys because they're not exactly sure what to do, but they get lured over to work on behalf of the hijackal. And I'll talk about that later on in the podcast. So triangulation draws away attention from the abuser as well as from the issue. So it's diffusing the issue, confusing the issue, putting out different points of view, um, suggesting things like lying or manipulating or being crazy. And all of these things play into triangulation. And it, it takes away from the conflict between two people by bringing in another person. And hijackals of the narcissistic variety, they attempt to control the flow of information They attempt to control the interpretation of the behaviors of the relationship or their behaviors or your behaviors. And they also like to control the nuances. They like to decide what's important, what's not important, and put that out to other humans. And lastly, they like to disrupt the communication between the two primary people in the relationship, one of them being the hijackal. But they don't want to do it alone. They want to engage other people. 
people. So it keeps the hijackal feeling very important. And we all know how much hijackals want, like, and prefer to be feeling important. In fact, they will demand it. They will demand to be the center of attention. They'll demand to be the one that's right, the one that speaks, the one that is heard, the one who holds and is the bearer of the truth. And they will demand those things. And it's, again, leads to further and further confusion. So what is it that triangulation really is? Well, when it comes to a hijackal, it's when a toxic person, like a hijackal, narcissistic person, antisocial person, brings a third person into a relationship in order to help the hijackal remain in control. Now, triangulation in general just means bringing a third person in. But when you're dealing with a person with hijackal traits, they do it to remain in control. And so they draw other people into the conflict. In fact, they will set it up to create further conflict by having another person come into the relationship or know about the relationship and keep you and that other person separate while feeding different stories. So they are bringing a third person into the dynamic of the relationship in order to affect the communication. And I say that very generously because they want to affect the communication. No, how do they want to do it? They want to do it by controlling the communication. They want to be the one who decides on the stream of information, the flow of information, the truth about the information. They like to tell the third person only part of the information or their spin on the information. And because they keep you apart, generally, they can feed different streams of information to different people. Now, they're counting on the fact that that third person they've brought in is going to go and talk to other people and spread the story they want spread. And so those people that they want to spread the stories are what we call their flying monkeys. And it's important for us to understand that. And I'll talk about that, as I said, in a while. But triangulation can be positive. You know, I'm a therapist and mediator by training. I'm often the third person brought in to help with a conflict, not to set one up the way toxic people like to do, but I'm brought in in order to help two people resolve an issue. That's very positive. But in the hijackals world, it's negative because they engage family and friends to be on their side. They want to have that person convinced that they are right and you, the target, is wrong. They and will go so far as to tell your family, you know, she's she or he is having great difficulties, but it's all right. I've got them. It's good. You know, I will take care of it. I will put up with it. I won't blame them. I will nurture them. Don't you worry about them. I've got them. And so therefore, they isolate you from those people in your life who were there, hopefully, to support you. So they take those people over, in a sense, haul them all over to their side. And that's their intention, to set all your family and friends up against you eventually. But more so, you set up the family and friends to be on their side, to see it their way. I'll tell you how it works in the therapeutic situation is someone will, a couple will come to me 
and or maybe just one party, the one usually who is the target, and we'll say, you know, our relationship isn't working very well. Will you see us? And I'll say, certainly. And then I can understand by watching the dynamic for a bit that the reason that the hijacker was willing to come in and engage me, the third person, was they felt so confident that they could seduce, manipulate um, me into believing their story and joining with them against their partner. They were so supremely confident they could do that, that they would enter their relationship with me, the third party. Now, I understand all those dynamics. So when they couldn't do that, they would get hostile, raging, nasty, and usually leave. But they wanted to believe that they could manipulate me, deceive me, seduce me, charm me into believing their side of the story. Now, a therapist or a mediator is a neutral person. They listen equally to both sides. But if they have not had experience with dealing with hijackals, narcissistics, antisocials, um, histrionic folks, they may not see it clearly. And that's what happens when you don't go to a specialist in this area. You take the risk that they may not see it. Now, lots of great therapists out there, they will see it anyway. But that's the idea the hijackal has is let me go in there and take over the therapist, get them on my side, and then this will be okay. We'll be tight, the therapist and I, and now we'll show the partner the error of their ways and it will be proven by a professional. So you have to be careful. That's how they use triangulation even in the therapeutic world. Maybe you've had that experience. I've had so many clients who have had that experience before they came to me because triangulation is a tool, a negative tool used by hijackals, other people with personality traits similar to antisocials and narcissists and all. And it's really important to see. So the toxic individual uses triangulation to create polarity this side or that side, come over to my side, right or wrong, good or bad. You know, I've talked before about how hijackals always have as one of their traits, black and white, all or nothing thinking. One minute, you're the best thing that ever happened to them. You look at them sideways, you're the scum of the earth. There's no gray. There are no options in between. So if they need to get people on their side, they do it to create polarity, to get more people on my end to the teeter-totter or the seesaw and keep you stranded up in the air alone. And that's what they're endeavoring to do. So they attempt to create this polarity. They want to gain an advantage over you to be able to manipulate you. So they bring on other people to help with that. Um, they want someone to be able to help them in their conflicts to show that they are right and the other person is wrong. So they engage them in that dialogue. You may be just at this moment saying, I have seen exactly that. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I never really thought about it because I started to think, am I the wrong one? 
Do I really have a problem? Am I the problem in the relationship? And that's what this whole business of triangulation is set up to accomplish, to even further have you second-guessing yourself and even questioning your sanity. I've had clients where the hijackal has gone to the parents of the client and said, you know, she's really losing it. Or he, in this case, it was uh, he, as she, she's really losing it. You know, she's never been right since the baby was born. It's okay. I've got it. I'll take care of her. Yeah, I'll love her no matter what. Don't you worry. But don't interfere. I've got it. Right? Using that, coming into that situation by, in in that case, telling her parents that, their daughter was a bit of a mess, losing control, losing her marbles is basically what he said, and that he would be the hero of the day. Not only would he put up with it, but he would support her and take care of her as long as they knew what a righteous, upstanding, wonderful person he was for sacrificing his life in order to take care of this person who was perfectly fine, except for the fact she was being emotionally and verbally abused by a hijackal on a daily basis. Does that ring a bell for you? Does that something? Yeah, that happened to me. Well, you may be a victim of triangulation and not really have seen it that way before, that people are ganging up on you because they made them into a gang to gang up on you. So they play family members against each other. And you think, oh, you know, the hijackal and my dad are getting along really well. That's great. And then all of a sudden, your father says something to you that sounds really off. And you may not realize where it came from. But there was this little triangulation occurring. So now there are two against one. And that builds and builds because hijackals want to create discord. They want to create disruption. They want to create confusion. They want to create jealousy. They love that. And so they will make up stories. So they'll tell a half-truth to the third party, little part of the truth, and then they'll slant it with their own spin. Meanwhile, it's not far enough off, so the person accepts it. You know, I've said so many times in other podcasts, I'll just remind you here, that hijackals are the absolute kings and queens of what I call the plausible lie. They say something that has just enough truth in it that it could plausibly happen and be right, but it really makes you question it but you don't want to appear that you're not distrustful, so you actually believe it, and then down the road you find it was a lie. Have you had that experience? They're very, very good at doing that, the plausible lie. I actually did a podcast on the four kinds of lies that hijackals tell. You might want to look that up. If you go to um, my website where you find SaveYourSanityPodcast.com, you can look at the little magnifying glass and do a search and find that particular podcast on lies. You will find that. So hijackals also enjoy the attention. 
they enjoy even being by themselves and saying, look what I've done. I've set these people up against each other. I've built up support over here against that person. I am ostracizing my partner or ostracizing my sister or brother or whomever it is. I am pushing them out and I'm taking their place and I am taking control of the relationships the ones that I am using to manipulate as the triangulation, and I am manipulating my partner, probably manipulating the rest of the world too in various ways because they look so great on the outside, right? That when you say, oh, this person is just a disaster at home, they say, oh, how can you say that? They're so wonderful in public. And you know what I say, hijackles paint a public picture of perfection and at home provide a private place of pain. And that's very difficult for some people to understand that that's going on and even more difficult for them to believe that that's what's going on. And that can be very distressing to you if you're caught in that situation because People don't want to get involved. They don't want to believe it. They don't want to believe um, that they can they can be fooled by somebody. Maybe you don't even want to believe that you've been fooled by somebody. But I hope you've been listening to my podcast and YouTube channel long enough to know, yeah, we get there organically uh, just from our history. We will end up in these places. It's not that there's something wrong with us. It's just that we haven't learned this part yet. And as we learn it by listening to the podcast or the YouTube channel, you start to say, oh, I see where that came from. I see where that happened. I see what to do about it. And because you can, you will. Maybe not in a hurry. It takes a while to process this stuff. But as you begin to see it, hopefully you can't unsee it. And these things will add up and begin to make ultimate sense to you. Because the hijacker wants to triangulate. And one of the things they like to do is to tell different stories to different people. And they stir up controversy and confusion and conflict. And then people are arguing about the story that they've been told that is true. And now we have people arguing over whose truth is a little more true. And then we get loyalty issues. All of these things begin to build up gets really ugly in some cases. Someone's kind of under the radar. But, you know, I'll give you an example from my family. I met a man, fell madly in love. I think I was 23, 22 maybe when I met him. Fell madly in love, probably more in lust, but madly in love. And then I realized that, oh, there were a lot of things that didn't add up very well. I didn't like this and I didn't like that. And he got cancer and we went, we walked through that. And then, you know, we, we'd been together quite a while and I'm observing things that I had said, okay, well, he's ill, but he got well. And eventually I said, I don't want this anymore. And I ended the relationship and I went happily on my way for about eight months Meanwhile, I'm getting stories from my parents and my godparents, to whom I was very close. Oh, he's come by. He brought us flowers. He invited us to this. He talks about you so lovingly. He is such a wonderful man. And I heard it, and I heard it, and I heard it. You know, at this point, I'm 23 years old, and I am hearing that my parents are suggesting that this guy is a catch and a half. What am I doing? What am I thinking by 
kicking him to the curb. <laughs> Aren't I cruel? Aren't I awful? This man is so sensitive and he loves me so much that I must be a despicable person. Well, I didn't know anything about hijackles and all the stuff I know now, but here's how I, I learned it. And I learned what it feels like on the inside because I married that man. My parents and godparents pushed so hard that I married that man. And I remember in my beautiful wedding gown with a veil over my face, driving in the back of the car to the ceremony, I said to my maid of honor, this is an intellectual decision I hope I can live with because my entire being knew that it was not right and going to be difficult. Three and a half years later, I divorced that man. It got worse and worse and worse. Physical abuse, verbal abuse, rages, all of those things. And that triangulation that took place with him going behind my back while I am not speaking a word to him for months, going behind my back, courting my parents and my my godparents, engaging them in his charm, and then having them prevail upon me. Yes, my bad. I caved, but I learned. So when I talk about these things, know that I have walked them. I've walked into them, and fortunately, I've walked out of them. And then I got a doctorate in psychology so that I could explain it all and develop things to help you not have to go through it, or if you're in it, so that you could get out of it. And if you need to talk to me, go to beaclient.com and use my new client one time, one hour opportunity for only $97 at beaclient.com. If this is making sense to you and you want me to talk with you about the situation in which you're living, very important. And I also have a community to help you and it's called Emerging Empowered Community and you find it at joinintoday.com. Come on over and be part of the community. You get so many benefits and that includes two group calls a month that you can sign up for that are free to members with me. So you can ask me your questions directly. Joinintoday.com. So we have these things that we understand about how hijackals triangulate. They go through other people. They engage other people in the conflict or engage other people in order to persuade or influence the target, you, to do things. And they're enjoying the attention. Oh, they love that. They've got these people who are loyal to them and they're having great interactions and they're approving of the the third parties and third parties are going, ah, the hijackal likes me. We have those dynamics going on. And the hijackal, as I said, tells different stories to different people to set up conflicts and controversy. Why? Because hijackals see people as objects. They see them as, as um, extensions of themselves. So if I can't do the dirty work, let me engage a few people to do it for me. And that's the sad part about hijackals. They see people as objects to serve them, to help them protect their egos. So people get drawn into that who don't know what's happening. Good, healthy, normal people who think they're doing the right thing get drawn in by hijackals who are planning to do the wrong thing. 
So let's talk for a minute about flying monkeys. You may have heard that term. It comes from the Wizard of Oz when the queen sent out the flying monkeys to do her bidding. Well, hijackals have flying monkeys too. And what they really are, this is ugly, be ready. What flying monkeys really are, are abusers by proxy. The hijackal gets them to perpetrate abuse on you so they don't have to do it. So they engage the flying monkeys and they, they want to have someone to do their bidding and their dirty work. And flying monkeys, because they're treated like insiders, they're treated like by hijackals, come really close, come really close. I'll tell you secrets. I will tell you things I don't tell other people. Keep it quiet, but just between you and me, that kind of conversation. So flying monkeys become fiercely loyal to hijackals and they want the hijackals to like them and they want the hijackals to approve of them and they want the hijackals to need them and want them around. And, you know, they light up when the hijackle comes into play. Now, make no mind. Hijackles demand loyalty, but they don't give it. So they will use flying monkeys and then abuse them or disabuse them of the notion that they can be anywhere around the hijackle. And and the flying monkeys are used to spread gossip and they're used to spread disinformation and lies, outright lies, and to create alternative stories, anything to create confusion and to come about backwards, come to the target and create blame or shame or make them wrong or confuse the issue. So hijackals really hope, their deep down hope is that they can get your family and friends and keep them for themselves. Take them away from you, isolate you from your family and friends and bring them over to be the hijackals flying monkeys. Does that make sense to you? Isn't it sad? It's really sad. And if it's making sense to you and the penny is just dropping, I know how disheartening that can be. It's really sad to think that who you thought was on your side could be drawn away from you by the hijackals and their manipulations and lies and deceits and seduction. It's really, really sad because they really want to do that. So just as I found myself married to the wrong person, knowing it was the wrong person, but wanting that conflicting loyalties make my parents and my godparents happy, make them think that I understood that they were right, that they saw the real person and I didn't, you might have been caught in something like that too. Don't spend a moment blaming yourself. That just happened because that was your level of understanding at the time, and that's changed. That's changed because you're listening here. You're hearing new information. You're understanding how these things work. And heaven knows we don't want to have to know how these things work. We want to live in a world where we don't have to protect ourselves from hijackals. I know that. But the fact is we do have to protect ourselves. And so knowledge is how we wake ourselves up to the need for protection. And the hijackal really loves to wear the victim mask. They just love to do that while they have targeted the most easily controlled of your friends and family against you. And then they play the victim. Oh, I had no idea. 
well, I didn't say that to that person. No, I would never do that. And so now they play the victim and they are the wronged parties and they are the ones in distress. You shouldn't be because poor them. And sadly, hijackles discard flying monkeys after they've perpetrated the damage. But sometimes they keep them wrong for a long time because they do such a good job for them. So they like those flying monkey pets. So do you have a grasp now of triangulation and where it actually maybe become more clear that it has happened in your life and how it happened and why it happened? Because that's what this podcast is aiming to do. I want you to understand the triangulation and how it is a manipulation of all concerned. And once you recognize it, Yes, you're going to have some grief because you're going to recognize you have some loss. And you may try talking to those flying monkeys or those third parties that have been brought into the conflict and say, you know, that's not true. But flying monkeys have been taught to be fiercely loyal to a hijackal. So you may have the grief of realizing that one of your parents or your siblings or your best friend or whomever now no longer is available to you because they don't believe you anymore. They have been used by the hijackal in the worst of ways and turned against you because they wanted the admiration, the approval, the um, the alike, the wanting to be around the hijackal. Hijackals are very seductive in that way. And it could have all gone sideways. And I know how awful that feels. I really know how awful that feels. So I'm here to help you. And if you want my help directly, go to beaclient.com. If you'd like to be part of the Emerging Empowered community and learn all about this, no matter what stage you're at, whether you're just recognizing you're with the hijackal, you want to clarify whether you want to stay or go, you're in the process of leaving or you're recovering after, or even wanting to know how to date after you have recovered, you can do that at the Emerging Empowered community at jointintoday.com. Jointintoday.com. So triangulation is something we don't want to be caught in. We need to see it and then step out of it, do our best to do that. And by recognizing that it exists, I hope it will help you calibrate what's happened to you in the past or is happening right now and say no to it. So until we talk again, take very good care of yourself and find where you may have been triangulated and treat yourself. I know you're precious, and I hope you treat yourself as though you are every minute. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash save your sanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.